0: hello everyone and welcome to petite the queen's practical wisdoms in sales podcast i'm pat carter your co-host for today's show uh, and i am joined today by the founder and ceo of petite the queen my good friend lynn whitbeck
1: hi it's so great that we're doing this it's so fun to mix it up pat
0: absolutely Uh, and part of what mixing it up is today We have our episode number four in our 12 part power skills series. And through the form, we will be discussing the F in performance. F is for flexibility.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Here we are being flexible. And for all of you who don't remember, Patrick is a sales leader who's passionate about helping professionals reach their goals. Um, He's the founder of the Elite Sales Institute. And for all of our listeners who joining us for the first time, I want to make sure that you are able to listen to our entire performance power skill series, because it's amazing. And you should absolutely start by downloading and listening to episode one. And you can search for Practical Wisdoms wherever you get your podcasts. But if you're listening to us right now, you can just hit that subscribe button. And then you'll be able to scroll down to find the other episodes. And absolutely, please, please, please share the love and click those five stars to review. And remember, don't miss a single episode because this has been an amazing series. Especially, you know, in light of everything that we've got going on, you know, as individuals, you know, as as in our organizations and certainly as citizens and and for our country. So, you know, let's sort of get right into this. Pat, what do you think?
0: I think this is a, a absolutely. And this episode, this conversation on flexibility is is so pertinent right now. Uh, with all the things that are happening, that I'm so looking forward to this. So let's get started.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, with every every time we want to start with the same sort of place. It's like, why why did we identify and choose flexibility as such an important power skill for sales professionals? And I'm going to go ahead and sort of get frame it, if I can. Sure. So when I really, when we were looking at this and putting this together, flexibility in a nutshell, really represents that capability to learn, unlearn, and relearn. Because flexibility you sort of encapsulates that ability to capture, you know, new and emerging changes, um, to pivot, um, to identify trends, and to shift and adopt new technologies. because you know, right now we're all in that living that and in a very intense way. And I think there's another side to flexibility as well. And why it's such an important leadership skill, Um, it, you know, for those those sales leaders is because flexibility also represents respect and values. Um, right. and, and I'll get more into that as we go. But, you know, when you really think about that, that idea of flexibility um and and what that means so so patrick where do you want to take off from the, the riff of what i just put out there
0: <laughs> and, and and you're 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 right there in the in the wheelhouse you know our friends over at miriam-webster's they they define flexibility as a ready capability to adapt to new different or changing requirements right so even in the best of times, that idea of new, different, or changing requirements is the normal state for a business environment, right? That I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, that's the normal state. Uh, and as the old adage goes, the only thing that's constant is change, right? So by definition, if your environment is constantly changing and you want to maintain your position, let alone advance, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, you must be flexible in your approach to every activity and decision you're making in that environment. Um, earlier, week, uh, earlier episodes, and again, make sure you mm-hmm. are hitting the five stars and giving us a review, tell your friends. Another separate topic, okay. But in an earlier episode, I, I talked about uh, President John F. Kennedy's quote about the Chinese symbol for crisis. Uh, And that symbol is made up of two characters, one for danger and the other opportunity. And in my head, flexibility is the tool that's going to allow you to mitigate the danger and at the same time take advantage of those opportunities. And and that's how I, that's what I'm, that in my head, the idea of why flexibility is an important power skill for professionals, that's at the root to be able to see situations and see opportunities and flex to take advantage of them.
1: Right, and it's also so much of, it's it's intermixed, intermeshed with the others, like po- problem solving. When yes. you're able to be flexible and to look at, you know, to learn, unlearn, relearn, you know, to, to, to really do that, that allows you to actually be better at problem solving, right? Yep. Um, so there's so many ways that all these power skills work together. And I think that flexibility is really one of those, that, that core, core building block, because it also means that when you're looking at building relationships, which are so important to sales professionals, it's the flexibility to flex your style to match the style of another. So when we were just talking before we started the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm you telling
0: know. you, we need to start <laughs> recording these sooner.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we we brought up the, you know, like just simple things like how people, you know, organize their desks, right? Yeah. Some people are super, super neat. And other people are incredible. It looks like absolute chaos. And then there's all, every flavor thank in between the 31 thank flavors, you very right? Much. <laughs> But sometimes when you, we think about that, that, you know, it's like oil and water, you know, they don't mix. Well, actually, if you shake them up, they do mix, right? So it's the type of idea that you flex your style and you can work more effectively with people who work differently than you do. And just because they're different doesn't mean that it's wrong. And Mm. um, I'm going to bring that in because that's where I talk about that respect and values. So this is is one of my quotes. And I think this is why flexibility is so core, because it allows you to recognize that different points of view do not equate to one being illegitimate. So that Mm. flexibility allows you to you know, what I always always talk about seeing the other side of the paradigm. It really lets you respect other people, their input, their different ways of doing things or styles, so that you can learn, unlearn, and relearn, uh, and adapt. Yes.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, later, later on in this episode, we're we're going to do an exercise that goes right to that idea of respecting other. Points of view uh, that I think our listeners are really going to take a lot of value out of. Um, so, with with that said, let's let's move on a little bit. And and, Lynn, why don't you share an example of how you've used flexibility in in a sales setting, or or how you've helped how it's helped you to say close a particular sale.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to use a, a slightly different one of an ongoing sales relationship. And because, you know, for those of our listeners or people who are visiting Petite to Queen a lot, you know that we offer one-to-one mentoring programs. And one of the things that we've discovered um, that we had to apply this very quickly to changes, uh, things that were um, emerging so that we could pivot. And that was the fact that um, our, the people that were mentoring needed to, they're they now working remotely and they're homeschooling. So it's like right. a double. Right. So <laughs> some of them have worked remotely from time to time. Um, some a, have never a, a worked remotely. So, okay. so A, we have got that element. So that's right. new to them. And so now they're trying to balance the, this. Then you add this whole nother component. Ugh. When they've got children who are in grade school or middle school um, that are, you know, or even younger that they're just they were would be preschool, but they've got those and they're trying to balance this remote work, learning and, new skills, learning the going through like the leadership program or the sales program that you and I do together and. Right picking up on that one-to-one mentoring, how we had to pivot that program and really address this core piece, either how to work remotely effectively and adapt to that or how to, (laughs) on top of that, Also, have your kids at home, your children, and how you balance what you're doing there. And so that was one way because it's maintaining a relationship, it's being sensitive and adaptive to what's going on with your customers. In our case, you know, the the individuals that we we mentor, they they are, um, you know, we love you, but in essence, they're customers for us. Um, they're more than that. We really, uh, it, but still, I went from a sales perspective. I'm, I'm just making a mess out of this. I'm making a mess out of this. No, no, no. You're there. Say. no, no
0: um, you're there. No, no, you're there. Because listen, this is what you, this is what you, what you, uh, what you laid out that you had a an environment that you were working in and and it was great, and then this. This coronavirus situation put people at home, so they have to change that and then the third change to that to that existing environment was, "Oh, by the way, let's add some kids and their needs right so that that is that and notice at no time did anyone say, "Oh by the way, because of all this changing, your requirements have decreased no your the requirements <laughs> stayed the same." But there were just more and more, as Merriam-Webster said, new, different, and changing requirements uh, in that environment. So no, yeah, you, know, you are dead on, exactly. keep it on. <laughs> Just keep it going, and and that's what that's what makes flexibility such a power skill, you know, a core power skill. And I need to and I need to uh, second second your motion that you made earlier that. Um, that these power skills are are starting to intertwine on each other so they uh, so you really independently they are strong there's no question but when you start leveraging the other power skills um, when you just the ones that we've done when you are looking at the first p problem solving and then you layer flexibility on top of power sp- problem solving you have made problem solving even your power sh- your power problem solving skill even stronger and that's exactly what we're talking about um, and this is why this again i you know we are preaching to the choir i understand but these these, this performance series is so important for uh, professionals across the board.
1: Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, so what about you, Patrick? I mean, you've, you're in New York. You've, ha- My goodness, <laughs> your world has been upside down. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. at the beginning in Seattle area. You're yeah. at New York. You're living yeah. it intensely right now. Um, yeah. So how have you been able to apply flexibility right now to what, you, what you're going through?
0: well okay uh just as a uh what is it as my older daughter would say a bit of housekeeping i'm in the greater new york city area so new york manhattan is uh what 20 minutes uh new york i can actually see new york from my living room i can see staten island uh but manhattan is you know 20 minutes away and my wife works in manhattan uh my 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 youngest child goes to school uh, goes to school in Manhattan. So I I'm like a not so native New Yorker. So just like in nine eleven, everything that happens to Manhattan happens in where I am. So this um this new environment, um, our states are working in in conjunction, New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey, we're all right here. Um and I gotta tell you, we have again, and I'm in the retail. I'm on the retail side of the sales, uh, the sales uh, conference table, and I want to share how flexibility helped in a particular sale when I was uh, when I was helping one of my people, uh, one of my people close a sale. Right, so here's the concept. I just gotta give you a little bit of background, then uh, then I'll bring it all forward. Um, any customer has three different op- options to pay in my in my in my retail store. They can pay with their money. Uh, that's using their own credit card, cash, check, whatever. They can pay with what I say is my money because I have I, my company offers interest refinancing, and they so they can pay with their money, my money, or what I call slow money, which is interest free layaway. Okay, those are three ways. But oh, yeah. In, yeah, so inside those three options, my finance has another. Uh, has another. I have three different uh, companies that offer financing, and so I mean, just a boatload of options are available to pay. But each one of those options has different implications commission-wise for my salespeople. So, so that's the thing. So the place where the flexib- flexibility is most important, had a customer, had a yeah, $10,000 order, we'll round it down, a uh, $10,000 order, and what his plan was, was to do 60-month uh, deferred interest, um, what do you call it, uh, deferred interest financing. That was the plan. Got everything together, picked all the merchandise, everything's lovely, got a delivery date, everybody's happy, boom. Finance company only gave him $5,000 and because of his credit history only gave him $5,000 for one year not five years. Okay. Well, we could either say, sorry, Mr. Customer, you didn't get enough uh, interest, you didn't get enough uh, financing, so there's nothing to be done. Ah, but this is where the flexibility came in. This is where my experience and uh, recognizing the situation and knowing, and this is where we're going to go, uh, where I'm going to go in this whole uh, episode, is knowing what my options are. And because I knew the options and because I did the homework, I suggested to the customer that listen, I have other finance companies. I'm going to see if another finance company can give us the other $5,000. And then once we had both. Both, um, we had all the the, the, the volume covered. Then the next question was, he wanted 60 months, he only had 12 months, so you know what? If you give me a deposit, that will lower your monthly payment to something that you're gonna be comfortable with, and then we can go from there, what do you think? And because we were able to be flexible in that scenario, we were able to not just say we have this, we were able to create a, a package that was a one-off. I mean, we <laughs> I've not done anything like that since, where we had that many different moving parts. But because we were flexible, because the customer said, this is my goal is getting this done. Show me how I can get there. He gave us the flexibility. to He gave us the latitude to be flexible to make that happen. And that's the one, again, flexibility is,
1: yeah, absolutely cuz you were solving a problem, you were being thinking outside of the box, you're looking at you know like you said this was a com- completely customized configuration for this situation. Right. So, I mean that that's that's a perfect story for how you use flexibility and also how it intertwines with other our other power skills. I think that's fabulous. I you know one of the things that that we always want to do in these is also then come back to all right, so how did you learn this skill? How did I learn this skill? How did we get to the point where we could, you know, we literally can think this way, that we can um, be very responsive, not reactive, but responsive. And Mm. and so where do you start when you're learning this skill? And so, you know, and I already told everyone about, you know, that frame of mind of recognizing about the different opinions, right? And so, you know, one of the things that I find you know, really thinking about how do you learn flexibility, because it can be really hard. Um, And my advice is that you must step out of your comfort zone. Um, You literally have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so what do I mean by that? It means that you have to be willing to um, ask for other uh, viewpoints, other ideas. You need to truly consider them you need to process them, and you and you know in a in a rapid improvement process, and then you need to implement and pivot. You know the best of those. Uh, so you know that's one of the things about flexibility is really that first step as of uh, being being able to say, I want other ideas i want other feedback and you know from a sales perspective i'm going to give you a story about my experience of working in a manufacturing plant Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: you know you have we had a lot of different departments and you know in sales um and we manufactured uh relatively customized products but at a large volume okay. but you would still I would go around and you could talk with the different managers of the departments with the people who are working on the equipment and you could actually come up with ideas and by doing that and saying is you know you know you do this day in and day out is there a better way that we could manage pack orders that we have to ship every day to our client is there a better way that we could do this? And yep. by listening to the people who are actually doing the work, I mean they're just literally they're living it and breathing it, and they can reveal ideas. And that's why it's often, you know, you find it very informative as an executive to actually, you know, the undercover executive where you go in and you actually work, <laughs> the, you know, figure, you know. But these things are so important because then you're listening to these ideas. So you've asked for it. You know, I'm saying a positive way. You ask for their input. Yeah,
0: exactly. And
1: ask like, how could we make this better? And if you don't have an answer right now that I w that's okay. I want you to think about it. And can you come back to me tomorrow or the next day? With an idea, and I challenge you know my team, you know, in, the, in the, how we work together, Patrick as well, all the time. Is there a better way that we could be doing this? Um, are there steps that we could um, eliminate? And so that first step of how do you learn this is to is to to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, accept that you don't know it all, and accept that it isn't your way or the highway. There are there are so many different paths to get there, and yes. sometimes we're actually, we, we create either more work or we're making something more complicated than it needs to be, and so that's why um, what I'm trying to talk about, how you can learn this skill, is so important. I have one other point I'm going to make about this,
0: sure. is
1: that when you're doing this, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and, and asking for input, for ideas, for suggestions, Use the powerful pause. That's where you ask for that input and you listen and you pause and you really hear what they're saying. And you don't just immediately, oh, well, we can't do that because of this. (laughs) Okay. Instead, use that pause. And sometimes, you know, honestly, you know, for people who are not used to doing that, I recommend you get one of those nice fat rubber bands that sometimes will come on produce and things like that and put it on your wrist and give yourself a snap. So Ooh. when someone's giving you an idea, give yourself a snap so that you consciously think, I need to pause. I need to listen to what they're saying. I need to consider it and process it. And sometimes the answer is, oh, you might repeat it back to them. So you're suggesting that for the pick and pack orders that not everything get packaged out of this department, instead it just flows in so you can immediately stock the shelves so that we are able to keep the orders going out the door, right, so that we don't need to be, we could skip this step, you know, right. and you're like, like going, you know, it can be, it, it, there's, a diff, there's an easier way to cut some time out so that we can be filling the orders um, that we need to fill. And so taking that SNAP sometimes will help people change their habits and it may but, sound sort of weird but no. I've actually used <laughs> that as a trick for different things and um, it because it it as soon as you snap it whatever you're trying to focus on and if you use an affirmation like I am going to pause and listen more carefully and you tell yourself that every morning when you get up and then you use the rubber band it will help you learn that habit so that you can actually actively listen to the ideas because you know what's so funny is that there's often a nugget in there that's yes. truly that the whole idea may not be great, but there's some part of it that it's like, well, wow, we could do that.
0: Something to and build on. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that that's so, one of my ideas. And I know you had a great idea.
0: Let me tell you I'm what I, what I'm bringing actually interlaces so well with what you just said. Uh, one of the keys, one of the, one of the takeaways, uh, from your piece is being open to that that the way that you're doing whatever process a is is not the only way right and being able and being open to asking that question so you can pause right so that's that's critical I want to share with uh i want to share with with our listeners um uh, a math challenge uh, this goes back to computer science that uh, when i back in back in college but here's this idea take two numbers any operation and make those two numbers equal ten okay so it's real simple one number an operation second number equals ten now you can do it real easy five plus five equals ten that's easy you can do another one Two plus eight equals ten. You can get a little fancy, right? Uh, yeah. What do you call it? Twenty divided by two equals ten, right? Get real fancy. One hundred times point 0.1 equals ten, right? So, so you get a bunch of those answers, a bunch of those answers. So here's the challenge: which one of those is the best answer? Right? And, and just that concept: what does that mean? What is the best? because the, the, the challenge is to take two numbers and equal 10, do some operation equal 10. And each one of them does it, each one of them answers the question 100% acceptably. And if 10 different people were able to come up with 10 different answers, it's up to you to be open enough to have, as as Dr. Carol Dweck says, to have an open mindset to be able to hear that, you know what, there is another way of doing this thing that originally is in your head. And then let's do what you were, were to the other part that you were saying, how powerful is it to go to one of your peers, one of your coworkers, uh, one of your competitors, and say, this is how I do this. How do you do it? And as you said, you might not agree with it, but you know what? If it's getting done, just having that information makes you more flexible. It gives you more tools to be more flexible going forward. And that, and this, this is those are some of the ways. First step again, how to get better at this? First step, have an open mindset, as you were saying, Lynn. Uh, and yeah. then, the second, then the second thing would be. To to actually uh, practice 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 actually put yourself uh, like you said be comfortable being uncomfortable put yourself in uncomfortable situations and now you don't have to you don't have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation with a twenty thousand dollar order on the deal that's what role <laughs> isn't that what role playing is putting yourself in an uncomfortable position as i tell the, kid, the as i tell the the clients who i work with which would you rather be uncomfortable with me because i'm going to blow holes in your idea or would you rather have a customer blow holes in your idea and walk out with the business no be uncomfortable practice being uncomfortable do the role play get in front of somebody who you're who you whose whose opinion you respect and pick their brains and work on being doing things differently. So that yeah. that's yeah. that's the those are the practical exercises that that uh, that I'm that I'm saying that can hone your power skill of flexibility.
1: Just like that uh, idea that I had about the rubber band, you can also do the same thing that you're talking about. You can also do really quick, literally pen and pencil sketches on like you know, what are some of the different options? Like a little mind map, like instead of, you know, two plus, you know, eight equals 10, two times five equals 10, you know, whatever it is, you can sort of like, what are some of the different ideas? And you can practice doing that. It's very quick, it's very fast, um, and you'll find that it really does help you. And so, you know, what we're all talking about here is, you know, all of these things and how this works, and it translates to leadership. So I had really come at this from an angle that it translates to leadership um, because when you are asking for that input or considering how other people doing things, flexing your style uh, to fit a given situation or the circumstances like the story that you shared um, on the financing, what you're doing is that you are demonstrating Respect, respect for your customer, respect for the other individuals in your organization, respect uh, for the process, but you're also demonstrating your own core values—that mm. that you are someone who is going to really, uh, you know, look for the mutually beneficial solution. Right? You're going to bring people together, and I I think that's one of the reasons that flexibility. Um, just, just screams
0: leadership. <laughs> Shout it from the rooftop. It, it, it you know. does. Again, those, yeah, those core values that you bring to the table, uh, having having um having that flexibility to meet your your charges, your your direct reports, uh, where they are, is 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 going to be key. You know, one of the, uh, you know, I'm just getting uh, you know, just just. One of the things that i that keeps coming to my mind is that leadership maximum, that maxim that says that you should strive to treat your people fairly, not necessarily equally, right? And what that comes down to is your each one of your direct reports needs something different from you when you meet them where they are, right? So you know your top your top performers need different leadership than your bottom performer but that doesn't mean you don't and and for you to say i'm going to treat them equally that's that's you saying this is how i treat people that's you not being flexible but for you to say you know what with uh with jim uh who's really struggling uh i'm going to Spend this much time, and I'm going to do these these things, and I'm going to bring and I'm going to work on these projects. And then for Jane, who is your superstar, uh, for for her, your leadership might be uh, it might be a lighter touch, uh, literally telling her that she needs to take time off. Right? Those are yeah. those are literally those were those are equally valid uh, inputs to get better performance out of each one. Flexible, again, the goal is to get to the number 10, but how we get there, you know, is, is it will be dramatically different between the two, between the two. And that, that's right. how, for me, flexibility in leadership is, is one of the most powerful tools. Yeah. Right,
1: right. And and that's the thing that too, is that that flexibility translate. I love what you were just saying there is that respect of people also come at things that differently, just from a personality, some standpoint, some yeah. people just yeah. really like straight talk. Other people, if you give them straight talk, they actually take oh. it as if it's a personal attack.
0: Oh um, my goodness. Oh, so tears. Like on
1: my team, one of the things that I discovered oh. is, you know, of having that, a, a symptom of like imposter syndrome because then they're looking at it as like they, they think i'm doing a terrible job and so mm. instead i have to reframe uh constructive criticism so that that they rec that they don't hear it as oh my god she's gonna fire me because i'm doing right. a terrible job instead they hear you know, this is working really well, I like how you're doing this, but let's look at how we could potentially pivot in this area and acquire this. Now that doesn't mean that you're handling someone with kid gloves or, you know, but it means that you're being you're respectful of where, how they take in um, input And how they're going to process it, because that's one of the the signs of a really good leader. That's also from a sales perspective, how you give your clients information. The same thing. Some customers, you know, if you just tell them straight out, well, this is the problem. This, you know, they're just going to go, oh, my gosh, there's a giant problem. You know, instead, you have to handle it a different way. Hey, this is what we're doing right now. And, you know, know, there's just different ways that you handle things because you're being flexible and being respectful. of how, how they approach things, what their personal style is. And that is a huge strength, um, not only in sales, but as a leader,
0: but as a leader, absolutely. So, 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 so,
1: Yeah, here we are. So, you know, how does it accelerate your career? Well, we just were talking about it. How does it accelerate your care, career? OMG, how does it accelerate your
0: career? <laughs> By definition, <laughs> right? Uh, you know what? I, you know what? I can, I can finish where I started, right? The only thing that's constant in your career is going to be changed, right? So just, just tweaking that, right? So, but here's the thing: when your peers and your senior leaders uh, begin to see your ability to flex in the face of challenges and then you continue to produce, you are going to be the recipient of, uh, first off, you're gonna get the most challenging assignments, right? So that's that's gonna be the first thing. And that leads to the best reviews, and that leads to the first promotions, and and even more so, not just promotions, uh, it, it, it can put you in position uh, where you can Take on new roles and opportunities, both inside the company and outside the company. Uh, you know, I remember I was what do you call it? Um, not not um, um, when when one company sees you and then pulls you over. Um, but <laughs> but I was uh, not cherry picked. I'm, I'm blanking on the word. But anyway, um, where the work that I was doing was seen. By the CEO of another company and and an offer was made, and I was like, "Well, yes, I will right And that comes from from take that came from taking on so many challenges and being recognized for producing in those challenging situations. I'm telling you right. it, flexibility oh, yeah. is a career is is what is it a force multiplier for you in your career
1: yeah it's definitely an exponential force i agree i've had the same type of thing of working with people in a certain setting at a company and then they reach out later on they're in a new company a new position and they've asked you know offered me to you know they want to bring me in and um and that so these opportunities create themselves so that Each time there's a this destination becomes a doorway to the next one, and that's what's so incredible um, about this is that when you're uh, that's why what we're saying it's going to definitely exponentially um, accelerate your career um, for flexibility. It's it really does allow you to um, make new choices, um, to um, learn, relearn, and Pivot so that you can really seize the opportunities, and you're actually creating opportunities for yourself.
0: I tell you, go back to listen to the to episode, what I call episode (laughs) zero. I told you I was looking forward to this episode. I (laughs) knew this. I knew this was going to be a good one.
1: It is, and you know what we're going to do, Patrick? Is um, I know that everyone loves to hear um, about. Uh, Elite Sales Institute. So I'm going to give a little bit of information about that. It's EliteSalesInstitute.com. You can follow Patrick on Twitter, and at Twitter the handle is Elite Sales I N S T. So yes. inst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, listen, it was too much to type. I was like, "This no, make it smaller." Elite Sales I N S T. That's it.
1: We're gonna stay on this uh, and talking about all of the power skills. Um, We are gonna be moving on to O for originality, but we have decided, again, because of the really unique Um, environment Environment we're in that we're going (laughs) to talk about flexibility again on the next episode, but it's going to be just a riff. We're going to talk about it in real time, how it's affecting us, um, how we're using that, this power skill in our day-to-day life, um, in our work, So and in our sales um, for everyone out there so that um, hopefully this is like a beacon of hope that, yes, you know, um, that we're going to we're doing in our small way our part um, for everyone out there as we we we, uh, you know, traverse a a very dark tunnel that we're in.
0: But there is light at the end of it. Keep hope and uh, and stay and stay and stay positive in this in this interesting time. Right.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, everybody out there, if you have any questions, um, ideas you'd like to share, uh, comments, please, um, we welcome all of your information, uh, all your input.
0: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> if you would like to um, email us, you can do that at join the conversation at petitequeen.com. And I want to remind everyone to stay informative. Stay informed on all of our great advice, our resources, our breakthrough advantages. I know for this particular podcast, we're going to offer a special download um, on our website at petitequeen.com. And if you sign up for our weekly wisdoms, then you're always going to get those alerts of all the new content that's available every week. Okay, so thank you for listening, everybody. Um, Patrick, until next time.
0: Take care.